Hello everybody, my name is Miguel. This is Rick. Eric. And this is the Geek Studios Podcast. Hello everybody, how's everybody doing today? We hope you're having a great day. So uh, I know it's been a while since we did a podcast for you guys. Um, we took a little break. We had a lot of things going on, but like, uh, we're back better than ever. 2.0 version of each and every one of us, except Tank. He's a 1.5. You see, sir, he'll get there, guys. No need to re-upgrade when you got it so good. You know what I'm saying? This guy's near perfect over here. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So first of all, let's start off with, um, the demo for Star Wars Battlefront 2. <clears throat> like if you had pre-ordered you got a demo and what's it called a demo try and um i actually pre-ordered because i was a fan of the first game and it's a lot bigger like the they have uh, more maps they have more characters obviously they're locked you can't really use all of them but they do show you all the possibilities that you can do they have different story modes like they actually have a storyline now which was the big thing that everybody was pissed off about in the in the previous game um, uh, there have a a few things are different. For example, like uh, in the first one, if you wanted to be, you know, like a hero, you had to find a coin. If you wanted to be in the ATST, you had to find a coin. Well, now it's by points. Like so, you start off earning points throughout the game, and then you could buy, you know, whatever it is you want, whatever you want to play as. The only though, like it's good. The only thing I didn't like about it was. By the time I made like 5,000 points to be the ATST, we were already inside of a building, so there was no point in using the ATST. So then I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I had a, I had a big bowl effect, which is not a bad thing, but I just wanted to be the ATST really bad because that was my shit in the last game. Um, what's it called? It, it does look fun. They have a, they have split screen, like, they still have it. So that was fun. The spaceship battles were a little bit different. Like, it was harder for me. Because, I, I mean, I just overall suck in planes in every game. So, I mean, that's, that could be the reason why I suck, you know? Because I just suck, dude. I mean, Damn, sounds like I'm never going to be a character then. Like, <laughs> I actually didn't even get a chance to play. It Was it the beta? You the beta. The beta, right? Yeah, no, I actually didn't get a chance to play the beta. Me, personally, haven't been a huge fan of, like, the third-person perspective, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Like, I've been... On that Destiny perspective, on that, you know, Call of Duty, if you want to call it perspective. Um, but, uh, I mean, when I did actually play uh, Battlefront, like, prior to this one, I was a huge fan of, like, the cinematics, like, the soundtrack. Everything yeah. sounded, like, fucking great. Uh, it looked really, really good, too. And, you know, it was fun to play to me personally got kind of repetitive but with the new changes that they made with this new one um i hear it, it blows the first one out of the water yeah like what's it called honestly it's a lot better it's a better version of it i really like what they did with it <clears throat> um hoping that when it opens um what's it called when, when the game when the game drops um obviously i'm gonna be one of those people that are probably in line waiting for the game i had a rate priority so i don't have to wait I don't have to wait outside like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Um, no, I'm special, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those peasants have to wait outside. <laughs> and the funny part is I priority with $0 down. I didn't know you could do that. What? Yeah, like... I, I've I, been I, spending a whole $5 down to pre-order. <laughs> I could be saving that shit for like an elote en vaso, some chicharrones, and nah, man, I'm getting screwed over here, my guy. Yeah, dude, like I went on- online and I was like, oh, dude, I want to pre-order this game, this game, this game, this game. I pre-ordered a bunch of games. So, like, almost next year, and I put $0 down on all of them. So, it's cool, but at the same time, it kind of sucks now, because now when I go, I got to buy full price. Uh-huh. I mean, eh. the only thing I didn't like from the last game was, um, and I think overall, is just, it sucks when games have a lot of DLCs that you have to buy. That seems like the standard now. Yeah, it's like, if you notice like, it, like, if you notice it, like, when you're actually buying the actual game, you're basically paying just for a CD that has nothing because everything is online contact you still gotta go online and download shit you still gotta yeah wait for the fucking dlcs and all that shit but what's worse 
what's worse and really gets me is that when they have to do maintenance or an update, you can't even touch the game. You just yeah. fucking bought. Yeah, Nothing. that's true. You can't play story. You can't do jack shit. You can't even log on until they're done with their maintenance. And that really, really fucking irks me because if the whole thing's going to be online, what the fuck are you selling a hard copy for? And if you want to sell a hard copy, then sell it cheaper. Yeah. Or something. You know, either cheaper if you buy it online or cheaper if you buy the hard copy. Because honestly, the hard copy is not, you're not doing shit. I say the online downloads should be a lot cheaper because. You're, first of all, you're using up your memory for it. And you're still going to have to use your memory even if you buy the hard copy right. because there's going to be fucking updates and all that shit's going to save to your Xbox or your PS4. You know what I mean? Like That's um, something I was talking with um, Omar uh, because um, it sucks that like now for the PlayStation 4 and stuff like that, like when they first came out, it's not like the PlayStation 3 where it's like you could get like as many games as you want because now it eats up your memory like fucking nothing mm-hmm, and shit, you mm-hmm. know? And I remember for the PlayStation 3, we had, like, a bunch of games, and you were able to, like, just switch them out, you know, like, um, play, like, all of them. And that PlayStation Plus came in handy, because you got those <laughs> monthly games that were free. Right. And you're just like, hell yeah, Resident Evil 1, but, like, remade, like, I got yeah. that one. And then, all of a sudden, I found myself having to delete shit I liked, because there's no fucking space. Right. And, yeah, right. you can go ahead and open up your PlayStation and add more memory. But the fuck, bro, I spent like how much on the PlayStation for me to have to buy more shit to still be able to use it and get the full functionality. Plus, you're paying extra for the whole fucking plus thing to get those free games. On top of that, you got to spend more money. To, it's just a bunch of horse shit. And then like the external hard drive thing, it's like, it seems like such a hassle. It like is a fucking hassle. Like- and then on top of that, like if you got a really nice setup at home, like you got it mounted on the wall, whatever the fuck, what you got to mount a fucking hard drive fucking <laughs> right. on your wall too and all that shit is just, it's it's so much of a fucking hassle and I'm, I, I really hate that. That, that's the direction that all the games nowadays are going because it's a burden on us as fucking players and us as fucking fans like i get it you maybe you want, might want to buy the hard copy because you're a fan and you want to just have the hard copy of the edition i get it but keep in mind that shit is basically blank you still have to download the whole fucking game once yeah. you're online right um assuming there's no maintenance that needs to be done and uh you know i think that brings us to our next topic of destiny 2 right which uh right off the bat i can tell you i mean it's an amazing game i totally love the game but there's been how many fucking updates since that game fucking came out almost every monday or tuesday it it? seems like weekly it really does like i know omar he um my brother he gets mad because um he'll be playing or he'll wake up and he'll play for a little bit then he'll go drop my niece off to school and then he'll come back. He's like, damn, like, the system's down. Yeah, already. Like, and then that's the thing. Like it fucks people more up that are like in London or England, that area, because that's their prime gaming time. Yeah. Like, that's around the afternoon, which us, it's like they do the maintenance like in the morning. So like you get out of work and you should be pretty much good to go. But the people that, you know, maybe work late and have like the mornings off or the day off and they just want to take control and, and put some work in, they can't. They're fucking screwed, man. And that really fucking blows. Like it's for a lot of different people, you know, and I, I get they're trying to improve on the game, but it just seems like you're doing so many m- improvements that should have been done before you release this fucking right, game. Yeah. And that really fucking bugs the shit out of me. That's one. Uh, you know, as far as, um, you know, Destiny 2 is concerned, uh, me personally, I've been since a year one, since Destiny 1 came out. I got the two Destiny White Edition PS4s that came out. I'm not getting the PS4 Plus White Edition. You fool me twice, <laughs> motherfuckers. You're not getting me, you're not getting me a third time. But, um, and by the way, the, the game's fantastic. The, the weapons are really, really balanced. But this, this Destiny 2 is definitely catered to the casual player. As far as light level, it's completely just meaningless unless you're playing PvE against enemies. But if you want to jump in the Crucible Trials or the new Iron Banner that's coming out, all that grind that you put in for the actual light level, it's meaningless. You know, they can go in there with rare guns and you have a legendary and exotic and you might still lose a battle, a one-on-one battle, which I think is completely horseshit because you put in the grind to be able to get these weapons and get your light level up. It's you know you should be able to take advantage of it and now you can't um and i think a a big sense of it is because bungie wants to cut down on the bullshit complaints and the whining and the crying about you know this game or this gun is overpowered and blah 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 when essentially it's just people that really suck at the game that just want people to just be limited so they can do they they have a better chance at winning basically and i think that's horseshit because i'll get my ass kicked by you know skilled players 
Um, but it's for a good reason. And I don't get mad and say this weapon is overpowered, nothing like that. It's just a matter of you got to know how to communicate with your team and, 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 and throw down and know when to use your supers and all that good stuff. So I, I'm a big, big fan of the game. But when it comes to all that consistent maintenance that we keep getting with Destiny 2 and any other game, that irks the shit out of me. And I think it, it, it bugs other fans as well. What do you think? Like, the only thing I don't like is for, I feel like sometimes they, re- they release games that aren't completely done. So then they afterwards they're trying to do um, updates and they're trying to do all this stuff to fix the problems that they had that they should have done before before ahead of time, and like all these DLCs. I mean, I get it. Like for example, like the Destiny DLCs, I didn't mind so much uh, because the fact that it was they would add to the story, so it would be the story plus m- more stuff, you know. But um, I just felt like there's some that you, they're so short. You're like, well, you know, what the hell? Like, you no, know, Destiny Two. The the storyline was shorter than Destiny, than the first the first game. I liked it better. The storyline. Um, I was more taken in by the storyline than in the first game. Um, what's it called? I'm still at two seventy one. Like I like I play it on and off right now. I'm playing on the Star Wars uh, Battlefront two, and what's it called? So I, I haven't really kept up with trying to uh, get higher. Um, with the Crucible, like I was skeptical of playing the Crucible just because in Destiny One I was getting my ass kicked every time. Um, and what's it called? But in this one, like I I could see what where you're coming from when you're like you know what there's players that are you know a lot lower and that are like kicking people's asses and like I seen it firsthand like you know like I'm not one of the the most skilled players I'm not one of the high players. But, and on on my team, I've had people who are barely on like level sixteen or stuff like that, and they're like taking out level twenty guys, and it's not because they're better. It's just, you know, like they're like, I, I don't know, like they're just. Most of the time, they mob on them, which I find funny, and when I do it, I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, let's mob on this guy, you know. So it's like three on one. But that's that's how it is yeah. now. Like yeah. that nowadays, like as far as Crucible and Trials, it's all about team shooting yeah. people. Because you know, if you you're one of those lone wolf guys, you're fucked. Yeah, no, because you no. cannot go off by yourself. Because nowadays, like what it's like two three people at least running around together. So the minute they spot one guy, it's game over, man. Yeah. They get lit up from all directions, and you can't do shit about it. Like the minute you peek out, you're done. That's the strategy now that people have been taking as far as Crucible and and Trials and you know, I get it's, it's more teamwork based, and I get it. They're pushing for that, which is good, but um, it, it like, kind of it's good, but it shouldn't be exactly you know like the main focus because I've gotten teams where the guys just don't give a shit. They all spread out, yeah. And you know, I'm like, you know what? I stick to one of them. You know, I'm like, you yeah. know what? I have a higher chance. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, they're gonna kill this motherfucker, and I'm gonna kill whoever's killing him. Yeah. But the other team comes at four four on two yeah so we both get killed and i'm like god damn it you know like and there was one time where we lost a match we only had like five kills my team i had three of those kills and after that some other guy had like two but that's it like out of four players we only got five kills in the whole game yeah and it was horrible dude it was it was like i was like i was pretty pissed um but it's because Nobody's sticking with the objective. Everybody yeah. just running around and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's Dude, a big, that's a big thing nowadays too. It's funny they say that because when I watch Omar play, like, um, you know, like they'll, they'll gang up on him and he'll start talking shit. It's like, oh, like that's the only way you guys could get me. But then like <laughs> he'll start like gaming, like his team will gain up on someone. He's like, yeah, you guys ain't so tough from behind. <laughs> like, but that's that's how it is nowadays, man. It's all about team shooting and communication. Well, I mean, it's a good thing. It's a strategy, and and you have to be a lot more strategic and you have to fucking communicate when it comes to these uh, games because it's no longer uh you know I'm I'm gonna outgun one person. You right. gotta outgun more than one person because they're running in crews. Um, you know, which is a different pace than what yeah, we're it, used it to. It felt different than Destiny One. Like I said, Destiny One. What's it called? Everybody was pretty much just out there for themselves. Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. And you had a few guys that would stick together, but that was like because one guy was kind of good. one guy was a noob, the other guy was like a little bit either a noob or a little bit more experienced, so he yeah. would stick to him. And you would see a difference in this one. It's a lot more teamwork, and you know it's it's different. Um, and like to this day, I still have not done like I have not done the Nightfall Strike. I have not done the Leviathan. 
Levithian, I think. Levithian? The raid, right? Yeah, the raid. I still haven't done it. Um, because for the reason that first, like, um, I didn't have a crew. And after that, I got invited to like three or four crews from like random people. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'll join one of them, get my, get my power level up. And after that, I'll dip on them, mm. you know, and make it, I'll find a better crew. Cause obviously this wasn't the best crew. And I did that and nobody's on. So I still can't even do the raids. But <laughs> the, that's the thing. Strikes. Like uh, nowadays, like you want to join a raid or you want to join, you know, a fucking nightfall everybody's like but must have experience blah blah yeah. blah like bitch no one this game came out a month ago unless you're one of the guys that looks at all the fucking YouTube videos yeah. then I get it but the thing is a lot of people want to experience it firsthand as a fan of the game they just want to learn everything as they're going want those surprises don't want spoilers and you know unfortunately that's how it is nowadays I mean you got people that didn't grow up with the beginning of destiny one they weren't used to the grind so nowadays you got people that don't even want to grind don't even want to work for it um but as far as you know the clans go like uh you got to keep in mind dude the clan thing is actually not even a big deal if you really pay attention to the perks that you get is just the first one you just get a little more glimmer right when you're finding shit not even significant the second one you got a chance at better drops when you do the public events um and the third one i forgot but nothing super significant and as a matter of fact like, you can get to those points like by yourself there's goals that give you 10 percent more xp and 10 percent more glimmer right. depending on the the, the ghost that you get as a drop so you just got to really pay attention to those ghosts and the perks because you got to make sure that you got the right one equipped at the right time because i was paying i was playing fucking crucible for a while and then i had a ghost from the edz they that helped you find loot and helped you find materials within 30 meters and that did me no good in the crucible right when i could have put the 10 percent more xp for the crucible or the one that gives you a better chance at drops and let me tell you if you have a ghost that indicates that you'll get a higher chance of consumables for your function um the ghost for the crucible you have to you have to use that one over the 10 xp why because i've gotten so many fucking legendaries you get basic rares but i've gotten so many legendary drops with that ghost all your guns were legendary oh my god dude all my guns are legendary (laughs) or exotic like i've scrapped so many exotics that i got so many shards it's ridiculous right now i'm at 304 uh i'm not at 305 yet but again I've done zero fucking raids. I haven't gone to like, you know, undefeated in trials at all. Like I played trials, gotten some wins, a lot of losses. But um, you know, I hit, I done nightfalls. Like I yeah, I've done nightfalls. I haven't done the prestige nightfalls at all. But most of it has been just milestones, challenges, crucible, just drops. You can you can be a casual. Destiny made it for a casual player to hit three hundred five without having to grind with a raid, without having to grind with a nightfall. That's why they got those milestones and challenges. So if you do the milestones and challenges, you do the infusion thing right with the mods, you're good to go. You'll be at three hundred four, three hundred five in all time. Oh, and congratulations to Dead Orbit who won the faction rally. Yes, there was a faction <laughs> rally, which I thought was super cool. But I, can't, I think it kind of fucking God blows at the same time <laughs> that you can't change faction after the rally's over. You still can't change faction. Oh, you can't? No, you still stuck with it. So, I'm so with I don't know if, if they're gonna start another faction and then you can choose again. Then then I get it. But I joined each faction with each character. Yeah. yeah so, but me. then again, you gotta grind and beat the fucking story with each character. You yeah. know what I mean? But you can do it in a day and a half. The story is so short. You can do it. Yeah, in the a day story and is half. pretty actually. Short. So I did it with each character right now. I'm like the two nineties with the other characters and the three hundred four with the hunter. Um, but as far as, um, you know, what's to come with Destiny, I'm, I'm got my hopes up. It's still a lot of fun to play. But, you know, when you start getting that close to 305 level and you're going to get your all characters, what really is there, my guy? I mean, right. at, the, at that point, I think I'm going to sort of maybe go back to Battlefield because the maps are fucking sick. The new guns are fucking sick. And I've lost, you know, my uh, touch and base with Battlefield since I grinded so hard for Destiny. And See, that's the thing. When you jump from one game to another game. You go in with the mentality of the previous game. In each game, you got to play, you know, a certain way. You do. For example, like uh, when I first started playing uh, Star Wars, I was playing as if I was playing Destiny. And my, like my brother was there. He was like, dude, why are you trying to double jump? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, get out of there. Get covered. I'm like, no, don't worry, dude. I heal. And you don't heal as fast. Bro, you use your super. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm over here pressing all these buttons. And he's like, what are you doing, dude? I'm like, this ain't this. And I'm like, fuck, you're right. Yeah, man. I, I've, I, I've, that's, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, but it's fun. But it's fun. I think we have a lot to look forward to. I just uh, hope they don't, oh, God, they need to stop dragging so much on these fucking updates. But, you know, as far as uh, Battlefront and as far as Destiny goes, I think we got some really good games that are keep is going to keep our, our interest going for, for a while. Uh, when's that new Call of Duty coming out? Uh, it's coming out this month, isn't it? Is it? Is I it? Think. I definitely want to 
uh, I don't know if I want to buy it. I think I'm gonna wait for Miguel to buy it, and then I'll play with him. Yeah, I prefer. <laughs> And then if it, if it's if it's fun and legit as fuck, then, memory, then maybe dude. I'll buy it. But the thing is, like, I'm is Battlefield is so playable right now. Like, yeah. still so playable with the updates, and it looks so beautiful that I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to be able to take on as far as that genre of game with Call of Duty. But I like to give it a try, especially since it has zombies. Yeah. All right. Well, now jumping over to comics, uh, let's talk a little bit about Legacy One. So, um, there was a big thing that happened in uh, Comic Con. Where uh, the executives of Marvel were talking with a few of like the re- retailers and stuff like that, and there was this guy who was like, "You know what? Um, I sell Marvel comics in my in my store, um, and honestly, they're not doing well." He's like, "You know what? They're not doing well. You really gotta like people go to these uh, people go to see the Avengers, right? They see the Avengers stuff like that. They go to the comic book stores, and they're like, you know what? Let me get the latest issue of the Avengers, and they look at it, and on the cover, you know, it's." Like, you know, the Falcon is Captain America. Thor is uh, Jade Foster. Um, Iron Man is either a hallucination or it's Iron Heart. And he's like, you know what? These aren't the same people from the movie. So he's and the guy was like, you know what? So, you know, what usually happens 99% of the times they leave the book and they don't buy it. So the guy was like, you know what? I apologize, you know, and and um, the guy was like, you know what? Um, it's just. It's getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? Do I really even need to sell Marvel Comics? So they're like, you know, Legacy 1 will fix it. You know, don't worry. Wait till Legacy 1. You know, Legacy 1's going to fix everything. You know, like, you already saw that there was a boom in Legacy with the Legacy first comic. And the guy's like, you know what? There there was a lot of hype. But just like there was a lot of hype for uh, Empire. Just like there was a lot of hype for the second Civil War. He's like, and they fell short. So what makes you think that this one's not going to fall short? And he made a point. He's like, you know what? Honestly, he's like, <clears throat> like I'm not against diversity. He's like, I'm not against it. He's like, it's just what I don't like is you guys are taking characters that are already made, diversitizing them by, you know, doing something to the original character. He's like, leave those characters alone. They're made. They're done. You know, those are classic characters. Leave them alone. You don't need to, like, keep killing characters, keep them in, make them, you know, a different gender or a different or a different race. He's like, well, instead, why don't you just create new characters? If that's the whole case, just create create new characters. You know, just make something else, but leave the original characters as they are. So with Legacy, <coughs> like I was kind of excited because I heard a lot of rumors about Legacy. You know that uh, Wolverine was coming back. Uh, there was gonna be a lot of stuff. So, um, so the main highlights of the first Legacy comic that I that I read was that uh, all the ori- all the original Avengers are back. In the cover, like uh, Captain America is back to being Captain America. Uh, the Falcon is now the Falcon. Um, what's it called? Iron Man is in the cover, and you know it's not Iron Heart replacing them. Thor is you know Thor, like the male Thor that we know, and so I kind of like that because it was like, all right, you know what? They're going back with the original with the original cast, and in it, uh, Robbie Reyes. I don't know if you know who it is, but that's um, the Mexican Ghost Rider. Uh, he uses the penitent stare for the first time ever. And, like nobody even thought that he could do it, which was I don't know if you guys remember from the amazing, uh, what's it called, Nicholas Cage movie from Ghost Rider, the right. penitent stare. We yeah. know when he stares at them, and, you know. Yeah. So he he did that in the comics. So you know it was a big thing because he doesn't come directly from the uh, from the bloodline. So you know it was a big thing. Uh, Falcon becomes the Falcon again and you know he gives the shield back to Captain America uh, Phoenix is back and she goes to go visit an old friend in Canada and you, you know that's kind of you're like you're like oh I think I know where it's going but I'm not sure and it turns out it's Wolverine he found a way how to get out of the adamantian um, what was it cast that he was in okay and he has an infinity stone which is the weird part so, because he shows it, he's like, you know, I have this blue Infinity Stone. They're like, what the fuck? What are you doing with Infinity Stone? So, they haven't covered why he has an Infinity Stone, but they cover his bag. They haven't said anything that has to do with anything else. Is it going, is it going to affect the, that there is still Old Man Logan in the Marvel Universe? I don't know. Is it going to affect that X-23 took the role of Wolverine? You still don't know. Um, so, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're kind of like going back. But at the same time, it's kind of affecting of what they've already done. 
uh, what's it called? So, like, the Celestials are there. They're trying to figure out whether they should destroy the world or not. So, um, originally, like, four Celestials come, and after that, they call the host, and the host is the one that decides, you know, kind of uh, Sammy Callahan style, like, either thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. So, what's it called? So, Loki's there with them, and Loki's, you know, like, you know what? I'll call them for you guys. So, like, Loki's with the Celestials, and um, then after that, you see that Fantastic Four is back, which is amazing because Fantastic Four has been gone for a long time. Like, you know, like we have Wolverine who was gone for a long time. And what's it called? It kind of, it's a good comic. Like, it's a good comic. It, ha- it has a lot of promising. Um, they, they could do so much with it. I hope they build it the right way and they keep going with the right way and not just. So, would it be kind of like it? an alternate world? Like, um, from everything else as far as like the. So, comics, comics, so no, so like what they're doing is like you see, you see Ironheart, you see female Thor, you see the Falcon being Captain America, and they're inside this base and they're like fighting the frost giants that Loki sent after them. And at the same time, they find the second shield, which is what they're going to give to Captain America, so he can have his shield back, you know. And so it's it goes with the comics, but according, like you know, according to them, you know, like the Fantastic Four were out in the mission, now they're back. They haven't explained why they're back, what were they were doing, but they're back. They haven't explained how did um, how did Phoenix knew that, uh, or how did Jean Grey knew that Wolverine was alive. They never explained it. They just said, you know what, she went to go visit an old friend, and it was Wolverine. And he's back, he's alive, and he, it's him again. How does he look? Like himself, like, you know, like, with the black like hair. Like old man Wolverine? No, or like, like young, like, you oh, know, kind of like how he how he was in the comics. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how he looks. He doesn't look like old man Logan. He doesn't look like, you know, deformed, nothing like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he looks pretty much as the last time we saw him in the books, which I liked, but I was curious of what the hell's going to go, what the hell's going to happen now. With the, now, the, now we got like four Wolverines running around. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it's a good comic. Um, what's it called? I'm still, before, I'm going to do this thing where with Marvel Comics, before I say, you know what? It's a badass comic. I'm super hyped about it. Is I'm just gonna start reading and keep keep reading before I say anything because I've already bit my tongue twice because of Marvel. <laughs> I bit my tongue with Empire with Empire Secret Empire. I bit my tongue with the second Civil War. I was over here like, no, yeah, dude, the first comic looks good. This and that. Then you get the second one. I was like, well, I mean, it's all right. Plus, you, you said Suicide Squad was going to win uh, an Oscar. Yeah, and I said Suicide Squad <laughs> was going to win an Oscar. Oh, I'm like, you know, I'm like, watch Jared Leto. Jared Leto's Joker is going to be better than Nicolas Cage's Joker. And it's, it's going to blow away Heath Ledger's Joker by a milestone. And I was wrong, too. So Wait, Did you say Nicolas Cage? Did you say Nicolas uh, Cage? My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Might as well have Nicolas <laughs> Cage. Well, he was no, almost maybe Superman. you meant Nicolas Cage Superman. <laughs> That would have been a fantastic movie fighting oh, fighting with that spider Lord. from Wild Wild West. Let's not even get started on that. Nicholas Cage. Well, I mean, I don't think he's doing anything anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next topic. What do we got? All right, so the next one is um, what's it called? Uh, DC the Metal Knights. So just a brief thing is there's this cosmic bad people like enemies or bad guys that they live in this. How can I say it without even confusing myself? So there's in the universe there's like 52 universes. That's where they got they got the new 52. Cuz it's a new 52 universe. Hmm. And in this universes there's a thing such as the dark universe that nobody even knew it existed. And from there there um there's some there's like these evil evil gods that want to come to earth and you not know, take over. And in order to do that they need to um use certain metals which is why it's called dark dark metals and like um and these are just metals that you know they're not real like the last metal that they needed was bat team metal something like that and it just happened to be in the bat cave because it's batman and they need batman because he's the gate so they need to infect them with all these metals so that way they all the metals fuse together and these people come out so as soon as that happens, you have now you have all these crazy ass Batmans. Like you have this Flash version of Batman who's super fast. You have this 
Joker is Batman, who is fucking a nightmare. Like, he just looks fucking scary. Like, if you could draw... Like, if you told the kid, draw your worst nightmare as Batman, he would draw this thing. Because, I mean, he has, like, four fucking Robins chained up to himself. Like fucking zombies. Yeah, and dude. And, like, he lets them go. And they literally go and they just start eating and destroying, like, anybody and anything that gets in their way. And it's crazy because... And, like, what's it called? It's it's really, really insane. And, like, um, you, you have Damien trying to save Batman or trying to find Batman. Because, you know, like, he, he's... I guess he idolizes his dad. Uh, Nightwing's trying to talk to him, but no, like no matter who talks to him, he's like, you know what? You can't stop me. You can't do anything. You know, I'm gonna find my dad, and it's cool. But you know, like what's it called? I just never been a fan of Damon at all, and I'm like, uh, but I mean, it turns out that um, the Court of Owls was involved in it. Um, there was so many people that were involved in it. They were saying that. That even the reason why Batman became Batman was because this plan was already in place since like day one. So they kind of pushed Bruce Wayne to be Batman in order for him to be Batman and in order for him to lead to lead this bad god into this world. Mm-hmm. So what's it called? And it's crazy. It's it's a crazy book. I mean, um the only problem is, you know, like there's a lot of tie-ins that you gotta buy and stuff like that. But I mean, so far I've read like um, I want to say like six uh, six comics of it. Like I read the first, the first and the second one, and a few of the times. I liked it. You know, like do I recommend it? Like I do. I do recommend this book. I'm I'm more sure that this book could be better, or they'll be good mm-hmm. rather than Legacy, just for the fact that Marvel has let me down in comics a lot. So I don't want to say, you know, Marvel's going to come back with Legacy. But I do think that uh, DC is going the right way with um, Metal Knights. And it, they look fucking sick. Uh, like, the covers look sick. Everything looks sick. Uh, the new, the evil Batmans look sick. You know, so I'm, I'm all for it. So I'm like, like definitely pick it up um, whenever, whenever you guys get a chance. Um, and yeah, let me know what you guys think of it. And if it sucks, then... Also, let me know, but I'm <laughs> warning you, I've been wrong before. <laughs> but so far, it actually looks, looks pretty good. But so good. far, it looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. All right, guys. So now with movies. So uh, first of all, let's talk about Pacific Rim 2. So Pacific Rim 2, the, the trailer came out and it looks really badass. Yeah, I actually never saw the first one. Didn't really bring my, captivate my attention too much, to be completely honest with you. It looked kind of cool, but like, eh, rent it maybe. But like when I went to go see um, a movie, I saw the preview for it in the Dolby uh, Theater and it was, it looked fucking slick as fuck. Like the music they decided to go with and what they decided to show in the movie looks pretty damn intense, man. It looks pretty cool, man. And uh, you know, even though I didn't see the first one, wasn't really captivated about it, I can honestly say I think I'm going to see this one in the theater without even renting it looks it looks pretty legit um so what what do you think on it man what what, what are your thoughts on it like i liked it like i saw the first one um i would like with the first one i kind of like everything behind it you know i was like oh you know you have these big ass robots fighting uh these monsters the kaijus so you know you're like damn you know it looks it looks pretty sick and i was not i'm not really a huge fan of uh charlie hunt because I feel like he plays Jax in every character. Like, you could change him. You're like, oh, you're not your King Arthur. But he'll just be like, and he'll just keep playing like mm-hmm. he was still on Sons of Anarchy. Like, I lost my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mom, this is my club. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong wrong, wrong character. <laughs> Hold on, let me get in character. And like, dude, you're still the same guy, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. And what's it called? So I never been a. I was never really a huge fan of it, but I was a huge fan of everybody else that was in it, like Charlie Day. Um, what's it called? Um, Idris Elba. Um, what's it called? Ron Perlman. And like I was a huge fan. Like I'm a huge fan of the sci-fi version of you know because it felt like it was like robots fighting monsters because that's what it is. You know the premises of the movie, and like I really liked it. Um, it had its cheesy moments the first one, but you know like I liked it overall. Like I enjoyed it. And I was totally going to see the second one. Like, I was kind of like, what's going to happen with it? Because they kept saying it was going to come out. Then mm-hmm. they dropped it. Then it was going to come out. Then it was dropped it. So it felt like one of those Gambit movies that you, you're you not sure if it, if it was going to happen or, or not. But I'm I'm really glad that it happened. I'm really glad that they that they brought, um what's it called, John Boyega into it. Yeah, it looks good. And what's it called? And I'm like, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'll be there to go see it in theaters. Cool. Um. 
Now let's talk about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yes, sir. All right. So, how is the mixture of what's it called? Harris Ford and um, what's that good-looking guy? You know his name. Quit playing. Like slip my tongue. Like I was trying to remember all the other actors from the previous one. Um, the guy from the Notebook. So you remember the Notebook? But you oh don't remember yeah, I remember. Name. I remember the Notebook. <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you guess. Is it like Ryan? Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are pretending they don't know who it is. Like yet they scribble his name on a piece like, of paper. I when don't they're have a poster of him in my room. <laughs> yes, never give up. <laughs> <laughs> that I cover with a picture of like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> it's Scarlett Johansson's body with Ryan Gosling's face. <laughs> but uh, as far as the movie, I did go see that yesterday at the Adobe Theater. And I got to say, man, I'm, I, I was pretty, pretty impressed. Uh, the story, you know, without giving too much away, the story is really, really well written. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of twists, a lot of surprises. And uh, it's filmed, the way it was filmed and the soundtrack and everything goes into play. The dialogue, fantastic. It's, it's a great movie, sets its own, kind of like the first one. If you haven't seen it, you actually, and that's the best part, you don't have to see the first one to know what's going on in the second one. They have uh, like a brief explanation of you know, what's going on and you get the, the deal. Um, and it's just really, really, really executed well. Um, I, I think, I, you know, if you can watch it in Adobe theater, it really, it's just, it, it, it's intense. It really, really brings you into the movie. Um, just keep in mind, you're always going to get those 30 minutes of fucking preview. So, um, you know, Jerry, I'm get there like 20 minutes late. I'm a big fan of previews, but if, if you go to the movies as much as I do and you're going to see the same previews over, it's going to get to the point where you're just like, fuck man, it drags. But the movie is about two and a half hours. Before the movie starts, I already finished my popcorn. (laughs) You know what? And that's the thing, man. I mean, you gotta, I'll give it this. I did see the Pacific, uh, Rim Two trailer, and uh, it was it it was great. It was great because I, I never even saw the preview prior to that. Uh, so that was good. You even got to see the Star Wars preview, uh, which was intense when you see it in the Dolby screen. Um, so if you can watch it in Dolby Theater, definitely recommend it. I don't think there's a 3D version, and I don't think you need to watch yeah, it in 3D at all. To. It's it's really good how it is. Um, as far as the, you know. CGI and all that good stuff. It's it's pretty slick, dude. It's pretty damn slick. I dig it. All right. So who who was who like kind of stole the show? Was it Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, or Jared Leto? So you who was like you know what this guy? Man, it's unfortunately can't be Jared Leto because you know he's a really good actor in this movie. He's a really good actor in this movie, but. It's still in the back of my head. You fucked up the Joker in uh. Suicide Squad. Like you still, you still kind of hold that against him. So you, you, you know, you're trying to see him in a role, but then it's just like ah, uh, the last role was just kind of a letdown. That it's just like he's not there yet. Like this is not the role that steals the show. He did very well in his role, absolutely. Um, he didn't play a significant. I wouldn't say it's a significant role. Like he played a really, really you know, important character in the movie. Right. Um, but it's it's not. I wouldn't even say that he was uh, a main character per se. Um, as far as Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, he did a really, really good job with this film. Um, Harrison Ford was really fucking good too. Man, that guy's he's a good actor. He still got just, it, man. He's he still got it. He's he still got it. He's, he's good. I mean, he's, he, he's good. Who stole the show? As far as Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling, I mean, Harrison Ford is so fucking intense in his, you know, his facial expressions and all that shit. So it's like. I dig it, dude. I, I don't know, man. Both of them. I, I got to say both of them. I got to give it to both of them, honestly. I just... Brian Gosling is in most of the film, obviously. Yeah. Because uh, that's the main character. But he's really good. And uh, that chick. There's a chick in this movie. I don't know her name. I, I keep being told she might be a Victoria's Secret model. Um, so she plays uh, sort of the love interest of Ryan Gosling, who's actually like just like... Uh, uh, CGI. Basically, she's just like uh, you know, one of those visual things. What are those called? I guess it and, androids. No, no. Uh, like it's just like a, a project. She's projected image. Oh, like a hologram. A hologram, basically, exactly. She's like a hologram, and uh, you know, but it seems so realistic, and it's it's pretty tight, dude. I mean, if you're a fan of titties, they show a lot of titties there, so go for it. Definitely not a kids movie. Don't take your kid for this movie. Uh, I did a lot of covering her eyes and ears, but um, it's it's 
pretty is that her yeah no is it yeah is Ooh, it? she's cuban i think that's her yeah she's her name is ana de armas yeah she's fucking stunning my guy so uh if you're a fan of the first movie uh, and even if you haven't seen it to be honest with there you, you go, that's where i seen her she she came out in uh war dogs Ah, yeah, there it is. So I saw her in War Dogs too. She's really, really good actor, especially in this film. Um, she's stunning, absolutely stunning. And um, as far as you know, if you haven't seen the first one, you do not need to see the first one. I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, there's a lot of things that you know. You if you saw the first one, you'd be like, ah, oh, shit. You know, that's kind of like the first movie. They do explain stuff that happened from the first movie that they bring into the second one, but it, it's all organic. It all flows, and. Um, you're gonna really enjoy this film this is a really really well-made film and it's completely different than what we're used to seeing and the other previous films that have been out how's batista but this is really good my guy really? i you know i can't believe i almost forgot about that guy that guy you he's know, been like aging so well in acting dude. you know like, what um as far as this film goes he didn't have that much screen time you mm-hmm. know that not that much but the time that he got was really 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 significant like what he brought in the beginning of the movie um um really really was significant to how things played out in the rest of the movie he he's a fucking great actor and they made him look like kind of old and no makeup kind of going bald and shit like that but still man he there was like a fighting scene with this guy you're just like man this motherfucker is badass you're gonna dig it dude Uh, Batista's fantastic in this movie um uh, he definitely god dude come to think of it i'm gonna be honest with you if it was harrison ford batista and ryan gosling fuck man but batista and and harrison would be like top two honestly ryan gosling would probably get a third but if i couldn't give it to batista i wish batista had more time in the film he's a fucking good actor dude i mean i know we're used to seeing him and how he comes out in guardians of the galaxy yeah, but they, of this galaxy movie gave him a chance doing spears and dude, stuff like yeah that. yeah this movie really <laughs> gave him a chance to just be like not a superhero or not a villain or not a wrestler but bro like i mean you can't get past his size but man he's he's a good fucking actor my guy so you're gonna get to see him in the beginning of this film and you're gonna remember how good he is in this film so i think that based on this film he has a lot to bring to the table whether it's fucking comedy or something serious he can fucking do it based off of this film alone i i definitely definitely see a lot of good things coming in his future oh that's cool dude See, that's good because, I mean, you saw The Rock break through the whole, like, wrestler mode. Yeah. And now he's breaking through the wrestler mode, which is good because, I mean, then after that, you had, like, John Cena trying to act and he just was not cutting it. You know, John Cena falls a little short in more comedy roles, I would see. To be honest with you, The Rock, the same shit. I can see him in action things, but, like, he's still comic relief kind of thing. Like, he's still kind of a comedy kind of guy. I think it's mainly because they can't see John Cena, dude. Yeah, that might be it. That might be it. But you know what the thing is about Batista is, like, he can do the comedy, but after you see this film, you can see he can do some serious shit. Like, he can go on a film that has zero comedy, and he can succeed. Based on what I saw in this film alone, I'm very fucking impressed with Batista, and I guarantee you will be too. So yeah, as far as this film goes, uh, if I could rate it out of a ten, I would give it a solid nine point three. Oh shit! It's a solid, solid film. Solid, solid film. Definitely go watch it. Um, actually, when I went to go see it with my my kid's godfather, he actually said he's gonna go back today and watch it again just to see if he missed anything else. Like it's it's a really, really well made movie. Well, well, see, it's a good thing because I mean, it, we we need definitely needed a good sci-fi film though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I think I think it's it's already October. We still haven't had that many good sci-fi films, so it's good to see. And it's good to see that they didn't ruin Blade Runner. No, not at all. In fact, I like this. Dare I say, better than the first one? Oh shit! Way better than the first one. So if you've seen the first one or you want to go ahead and just see it, you could. I, I you know, get recommend if you can see it right now, just see it as a as so you you really understand. Even further, you could catch through things that are connected, but you don't need to. You don't need to. Trust me, you don't need to. So um, it's just a really good film. If you want something different than what's out there right now, whether it's the skirt, scary genres or the regular funny, whatever the fuck. I mean, this is a really different movie than what we're used to seeing. 100% go see this fucking movie because I do not know when the last time we had a movie like this come out or when we're going to have another one that's like this. There's nothing out there that's like this movie right now. So I recommend it 100% to go watch this movie.
Okay. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. All right. So before we end it, uh, let's just drop a few things. Um, Netflix is going to work on raising Diane with uh, Michael B. Jordan being executive producer, which it's going to follow the story of a African-American superhero who was a child who um, his parent, his father dies. So his mother's trying to raise him at the same time, trying to hide his abilities so that he's a superhero. So this is going to come out on Netflix. Uh, it's a Netflix uh Kind of, you could say a Netflix original, because it it is a comic book, but it's not really well known. And I mean, Netflix has said that they're gonna try and do, uh, try and fix fix the whole superhero stuff and all that. Now that um Disney's leaving, mm-hmm. so you know Marvel's leaving, Disney's leaving, so they're trying to come up with their own characters. They 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 bought uh Miller World, so you know they they bought a lot of rights to a lot of a lot of comic book movies. So I mean. They see that people want to see this kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really intrigued by it. Um, I like Michael B. Jordan as an actor. He's really good. I want to see what he could do as, as an executive producer. And it's it's I think it's about time that we've had a uh, more diversity when it comes to superheroes. So, you know, I really like that. Yeah, so if you're wondering why the prices are going up, because Netflix is making moves. Like, they yes. are trying to get shit done for us. Like, with the success of things like Stranger Things and stuff like that, they want to bring new original content. And you should be really happy for it, man. Honestly, because honestly, you want it, whether it comes to Netflix or me having to pay for fucking cable, I'd rather pay more for Netflix and keep Netflix going and get really good content, to be honest with you. Right. Because, you know, you got cable and the original channels out there were getting Marvel's, what are they called? Inhumans? Inhumans? <sighs> that is, uh, well, technically, you, you would have gotten Inhumans. We didn't, though. Not, as didn't. not through Netflix. We would have gotten through Netflix, I think, like an original series. Even if that, I think it would have been better than what they brought to TV. Like, TV is just, to me, I, there's absolutely nothing about it that intrigues me. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So, sorry about that, but nah. But as far as what it could have been with Netflix as an original movie or even a series, I think it would have had way more success, to be completely honest with you. Um, but as far as that goes, man, I mean, uh, what do we got coming up as events? Uh, coming up coming up as events we have well for conventions we have we don't have any at the moment we're trying to work on more but at the same time we're not trying to go far because we did get invited to a few but they were in indiana or way out of um our distance i guess you could say because i mean we'll, we'll travel but not travel like five or six hours away you know yeah that's kind of a mission at, I guess. at least not yet yeah because keep we're in mind we, we are doing things like destiny con in florida and covering stuff like that so you know we do big events like that it's a little more difficult to do sort of the surrounding states unless it's a really significant event not that these events aren't important and a lot of people are fans of it but we are limited to how many you know events we can hit up uh within a certain amount of time um but as far as you know what's coming up locally that you guys can catch what do we have we have Marvel Live. If you're a Marvel fan and you know you like the whole like the, the what's the word the, 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 theatrical. Uh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> like if you like uh, like the that word, you know, like and Marvel <laughs> combined, then you'll definitely like uh, Marvel Live. Uh, Rick Rick came in today. He was telling us, you know what? And see, I seen it before, but I had forgotten all about it because when I seen it, when they said they were gonna announce it, they dropped it. You know, they dropped the trailer for it. It was like a year away, so I was like, oh, you know what? I remember. I totally didn't. Yeah, I definitely saved the video on Facebook when I saw an advertisement for it because it looks like it's a combination of like Cirque du Soleil with fucking Marvel superheroes, which is fucking intense, dude. A lot of stunts, motorcycles, acrobatics with fucking Spider-Man. It looks pretty goddamn legit, man. Even Loki, my boy, was up in there. So I think, granted, I mean, it's sort of advertised for like take your kids and shit like that, but even if I didn't have a kid like i think i would go anyways just for the experience like the tickets aren't expensive i think they go like at 20 30 bucks yeah they start uh, up at 20 to, yeah some go up to like 115 for some crazy vip shit you know i i got some vip shit but like not like hundred dollar vip shit like i got a ticket for like me and my girl and my son i'm not taking my 10 year old 11 year old daughter because you know preteens nowadays not a lot of them are into it they get bored whatever whatever but like as far as my son he's three he has like a collection of mass of superheroes he's into it so i know it's gonna blow his mind to be in the front row to see this show and me me personally as a fan i think it's gonna look cool as fuck like even as an adult i think i would definitely want to catch the show even with my homies well i mean if i if i didn't have a daughter like if i had my 10 year old daughter i would try and like find a kid to go with he's not a pedophile let's make that very clear i was just like we know you want to take your kid i'll take i'll take him with me you know no big deal 
But yeah, no, I get you, man. Like I would want to go. Like even if us as a crew want to go and check it out, I think we would. I think we would have oh, a good yeah. time because if you look at the actual, you know, Marvel Universe Live uh, Age of Heroes, which is what it's called, uh, it's gonna be here in the Allstate Arena in Chicago, Rosemont. Well, not Chicago, Rosemont, Illinois. Um, they start the first week of November. Uh, I think they start on Thursday for sure. Friday, I'm going on that first Saturday. Um, tickets aren't that very affordable and they get kind of expensive, but I think it should be a great experience. So if you have kids or if you yourself just want to go check it out, man, definitely do it. It's definitely a different change of pace as far as going to the movie theater and just seeing your comic book heroes or just reading them in a comic book. This is a definitely a different twist and I think you should definitely check it out. I mean, like I said, if, if I didn't have a daughter, I would find somebody. <laughs> just because I didn't want to be that one ass, that one very lonely, creepy guy that goes to a show by himself and like everybody else has their family. And I'm just like, oh, hi, guys. No, I'm not a creep. You know, I just, I like this stuff. Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, okay. They're going to be like, mommy, why is that guy there by himself? <laughs> and keep in mind, I don't think adults could dress up as superheroes. I, I'm, I'm sure the kids can dress up as superheroes, but I think as far as they don't but want it. But there's no rule i think there is i think if you look there is a rule and i think only because they don't want sort of any attention taken away from the what's going on in in the they don't want to you know oh shit is this guy part of the show you know what i mean like as far as surprising Mm. the audience like that because i think that happened like i think i read somewhere like a like a disney on ice sort of show where people were dressed like fucking elsa that some actual fans they dressed up as elsa and people were taking pictures with them and like within the show people were like looking at them and making a big scene over them thinking they were part of the show when they weren't so they made a scene or they made a rule where adults couldn't go dressed as any of the characters but the kids could so you're telling me i can't dress like i can't dress on a wolverine you can wear wolverine underwear but you cannot dress (laughs) in full outfit of logan because i I totally look like wolverine right Absolutely, you got his elbows, my guy. You and him are right there, my guy. Cannot tell the difference. Like, if it's not for this keg belly and like my brown skin, like. yes. But other than that, man, I mean, twins, legit twins, my guy, twins. Oh. But as far as events goes, that's what we got so far. We'll keep you guys posted. Anything else coming up? But uh, keep in mind totally. that. Yes, but Halloween is coming up, um, and we do want to do something a little special as far as our fans and listeners go. So uh, the plan is sort of to do a giveaway. Um, we might, I don't know if we're going to do a costume contest. Go ahead and post your favorite or, or costume of yourself, uh, you know, with a Geek Studios, uh, you know, logo or sticker, whatever you want to do. We'll do something social media based when it comes to sharing a, a photo or something like that. We're going to give away. We haven't 100% decided on the giveaway. We might give away a Funko. We might give away a really good exclusive comic, like a first edition. We'll figure it out, but we're going to bring a lot of cool stuff to you guys. So definitely listen in and, uh, you know, comment, post share definitely all right guys well that's it for our podcast Uh, as always you can always follow us on all social media listen to all of our podcasts on stitcher soundcloud and itunes i'm pretty sure you know that because you're listening to this right now and um just tell tell a friend bring a buddy (laughs) bring a buddy share the post (laughs) and uh yeah i hope you guys like listening any questions or comments definitely please share and if you want text number, just ask. Just, he won't eat address. He will GPS it. My oh, guy. Like, uh, you know, first, first come, first serve, though. <laughs> All right. Well, hasta mañana. All right. Take All care, right. guys. Letters.